Hey, welcome to Journey to Truth Podcast. My name is Tyler Koala, and I'm with Aaron Kuhn and my father, Jim Koala. Uh, Aaron and I decided to do this podcast after meeting at Dimensions of Disclosure last August. Uh, we both realized we were from the same hometown, St. Louis, Missouri, and he just happened to be in town a couple weeks ago. We got together for lunch, started talking, and... Aaron had the idea to put together a podcast. Uh, I never really thought it was going to happen, but here we are. Uh, so how's it going, Aaron? Pretty good. How are you? Oh, pretty good. Um, so what, what gave you the idea to even want to do a podcast in the first place? Um, well, before I actually wanted to do, kind of had the idea to do a YouTube video, but um, I quickly realized I hate being in front of a camera <laughs> and I get really nervous about it. Um, but for some reason with just audio, I don't have that. Um, and oh, like, so that's right, why well, you didn't, that's why you didn't want to do a live video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. It's I, I'm camera shy, I guess. I just don't like, I just really don't like being on video. That's, I don't know. Maybe it'll, that's something I'll have to get over at some point, but yeah, yeah. but I, I thought about a podcast because at first I like, I legit was like, oh yeah, I want to do, I want to do a YouTube channel and make videos and get my thoughts out on things. And then when I tried to do that, I was like, uh, I feel super awkward and <laughs> weird. Um, and I just, yeah, like it, it just didn't feel right. So. I've actually tried to do that myself. I actually have a couple of recordings on my iPad that I thought I was going to do the same thing. And I'm the same way. Just something fell off about it. You know, just not for me. Uh, but this podcast kind of. Yeah. Sound, yeah. Sound but then like I thought about idea. a podcast and I'm like, oh, I could, I could do that. Like I could, you know, it's just audio. I could just talk for a while. And, and I was, you know, I was thinking I would just do it myself, but then I brought it up, I brought it up to you and you, we're like, oh yeah, cool. So let's uh, let's talk uh, about this. Let's talk about this stuff. Uh, what actually uh, what actually got you into all of this stuff? I guess we're calling it. Um, <laughs> uh, well, and uh, and uh, not to interrupt, but just uh, the whole title of Journey to Truth. You know? Yeah, so that's a story in and of itself. Um, I don't know. Like, I I can either start there or like I can go farther back in the story. <laughs> Well, just I just kind of what just kind of what generally got you into it. Uh, I, like, how did it start with you? Did you have like a UFO sighting, or or did you like? What, no, what no. See, I got into this kind of stuff way before I ever had a UFO sighting or or any kind of experience. So you uh, did have a sighting, though. I did, but much later on. Uh, my first UFO sighting was literally almost exactly a year ago. Well, it, let's hear about in that. General St. Louis area, actually, too, or actually. Okay, technically, it was before that. Technically, my first UFO sighting was in Mount Shasta at Eclipse of Disclosure, which is which was the one before Dimensions of Disclosure. Yeah, unfortunately, I missed that one, yeah. Yeah, well, it was all the way out in California, so I can't blame you there. Um, so, so, yeah, I went to Eclipse of Disclosure in August of 2017, and it was in the Mount Shasta, California area that was the first conference that Corey good had put on and it was pretty small. It was only maybe two, 250 people tops. And yeah, like literally every night, if you looked up, you, 
like at some point you would see a ufo or like a like a light just wandering around in the sky that's obviously not a it's not a satellite you know it's not a plane um yeah and actually i first saw a whole bunch of lights around around mount shasta actually um one one night now were were a bunch of people seeing this or was it like a mess well um so i think it was the first night actually i i was looking at mount shasta and I only I think it was during sunset actually, and I saw a bunch of lights uh just around the mountain and they were kind of moving around a little bit. Uh yeah, it's crazy. Like that area, there's so much activity. And then uh so Jimmy Church was there and he did a sky watch thing and he had night vision goggles and they had the big the the laser pointer thing. If you saw, you know, a UFO, you could point at it and spot it. Um we saw a bunch that night. You could just look up and you'd you'd see it. Yeah, that was kind of like uh, at um, Dimensions of Disclosure in Colorado. Yeah, yeah. Whenever Emory Smith did the uh, the CE five. Yeah, I, I couldn't even make did, it. That was awesome as well. Yeah, I couldn't even make it to that uh, because I had uh, an allergic reaction to some of the food, so I had to go back to my tent. Oh, uh, bummer. Yeah, but I still saw. I still saw something uh, like above the whole uh, East or the CE five. Um, yeah. I remember you said that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, dad, you were there. You can chime in on this too. Uh, uh, I was just these giant blue spheres that were like phasing in and out. It was just unmistakable, totally profound, like wow moment type of thing. And I had just asked my dad to go to the car to get me a tissue because my nose was running from the allergies and he missed the whole thing. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah. Um, That's amazing though, man. I, I, and I, I didn't see that at all. And I was, I was there for the C5. Were you? Yeah. Or, I just, wonder, I just wanted the majority, like, the majority of it. I was there for, I, I skipped out a, a tiny bit early, but otherwise I was there for the whole thing. And I, I totally missed that. But I remember hearing people say they saw that and they're like, oh, it was over there. And I look, and at that point there was nothing, but yeah, I remember a whole bunch of people said they saw that. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. Uh, That's amazing. Anyway, so I'm going to kind of bring you into this a little bit, dad. Um, sure. So I guess he's, he's kind of responsible for my whole awakening to all this information in a roundabout way. He uh, ran into a guy that he knows that works at a coin shop here in South County. And uh, he told him about the MUFON meeting. My dad told me about MUFON. We went to the meeting and it just snowballed from there. I mean, if I went into the whole story, we'd be here for hours, but. uh, Nice. So when was that? uh, Man, when was that? That was, it was like a few years. 2000, I think it was 2014, 2015-ish. Okay. And then uh, we ended up uh, going to Dimensions. I ended up getting in, like, discovering all this crap, and then I kind of got him into it, and we went to Dimensions of Disclosure, and that was probably one of the most life-changing trips I've ever been on. I think you would agree, Dad. Well, yeah. yeah, it was an awesome weekend. That's how Eclipse of Disclosure was for me. And that's why I went to Dimensions because I'm like, if they do another one of these, I'm definitely, definitely going. Um, wow. but, but I actually went to, I went to Contact in the Desert last summer. And that's one of the huge, you know, huge UFO events. Yeah, no, now there's so many of them. I'm like, damn, I wish I could afford all of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's that's so many. The big ones are, are Contact in the Desert and MUFON are like kind of the two massive ones. And then... And then there's Conscious Life Expo, which is really big too. Uh, there's like New Living Expo. Those two are get more into like spirituality and new age and stuff. Also. Sure, sure. Dimensions of Disclosure was a mix of both of that. Dimensions was like yeah. that too. Dimensions was basically a, a just a smaller version of of that. Yeah, but I'll, I'll tell you what though, if the whole world could be as cool and nice as everybody was, <laughs> I know, right. This place would be just an awesome place this to be. This planet would be much different. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Let's just say yes. Well, I like I, I like your reference, Dad, how you, you said it reminded you of the 70s, how everybody just got along. 60s and 70s, the hippie days. Yeah, that's exactly how it was. And that's how Eclipse's disclosure was too. Peace it was and like love everyone, 
was so open and friendly and loving got along yeah something. well there's there's a big difference because like okay here and here just in the uh I guess normal world, I would call it. You go, you're walking through the store, and you you try and say hi to somebody. You, you're lucky to make eye contact with anybody. And down there, it's oh just yeah, fun. and if you do say hi to somebody randomly, there's you know, hi, you know, <laughs> yeah, just they look, look down or ignore you. Yeah, either ignore you or just give you a quick hi and and move on, and they don't care at all. And you know, but but down there, everyone <laughs> made eye contact with you. You could feel comfortable with everyone. Yeah, so whereas there, like you could just you could literally just walk up to anyone and start talking, and they'll start and they'll start getting into a conversation and actually be, you know, excited to meet you and you know. And you could share your stories about UFOs and yeah. aliens or whatever it you might be. Talk about be. all this stuff that like most of society thinks you're crazy or is. But yeah, it's amazing. It's like you find we finally have a place that we can talk about this stuff with a bunch of people, and it not only is it like a normal thing, but everyone's super interested in it. Yeah, and there was actually when it came time to leave, like. I've been on tons of vacations and nothing compared to this. When it came time to pack up and go home, there was like a real sadness that I was going to miss all these people, you know? Oh yeah. And yeah. I had, that really cool. I had that at Eclipse contact in the desert. Um, that one a little bit too, but that, that event is, it was a different experience because it was just a huge event. There's like, there was like 4,000 people there, I think, or something like that. Um, and for what it was, it was awesome, but you didn't have the same feeling as like Dimensions of Disclosure or, or Eclipse of Disclosure because those those events, it felt like you're you're part of a community and a family more like, and it was and and like you said, you can walk up to anyone and and start talking and make friends immediately, and contacts. You could probably do that with some of the people there but it, it still it felt more like any other massive event where it's like there's just all these people and i think m the majority of the people there there were more there were more like nuts and bolts kind of ufo people there that's kind of how mufon is yeah the spiritual side of things so it wasn't as much of the hippie feel it was more of like okay you got a lot of people here that are really into et's and ufos and or what's cool about it is all the people that we That's met cool. and all the people that we met and all the people that I've stayed in contact with. And there some of them are actually going to be guests on this podcast coming up. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm excited. I can't wait. We already have like a month booked and this is, you know, we just started this. Uh, yeah. But I, I like wanted to bring, I wanted to bring my dad on, uh, cause he's had a lot of experiences himself and, uh, and I, I just think it'd be cool to he to to hear from him because he's he's part of the main reason why I'm doing this right now. So, uh, what what's yeah, like, yeah. what and do you think the most profound thing that's uh, happened to you so far since all this has started, Dad? Well, basically how it started for me. Um, I'm gonna call you TJ since I usually do. That's my for Tyler James. Just so everybody knows, I know you go by Tyler by everybody else. Um, so, man, this is a uh, I don't even know how long ago it was now, but uh, at least six years or better. Uh, I just started seeing the number 11 everywhere. And um, this client that I did work for, uh, I'd bring it to his attention. I'm like, I see 11, like a, if it was 12, 11, 11, 11. It's even on just anything, not just the time, everything, I just kept seeing 11s. And for years, I would bring it to his attention or maybe even your attention, TJ. You know, that I kept seeing 11s all the time. And then finally, just a few years back, you had a friend that kind of mentioned that they should look into numerology. And uh, once I did, I looked up the meaning of 11, and it just opened up a whole world. It just things, other numbers started hitting me. Just It was just the 222s, the 22s, the 33s. But it's not just seen at one time. It's like if I were to see it once, I'd see it three or four times within the hour in different ways. Uh, a prime example, uh, I got in, I was doing paperwork today and uh, doing a balance on a calculator. The number came up of whatever in 66 cents. And then I got a bill, opened it up and it was $66. And I, I get in my phone and I have 66% 
battery life on my phone. <laughs> and we go to dinner tonight, and our table number was 66. Well, and that's, and that's, what, that's whenever you – all right, say it. so somebody's trying to tell me something. And yeah, that's when you start paying yeah. attention. And that's, and that's <laughs> when, and when, it, when it's repetitive like that. That's when I look up the number, and, and uh, it's just amazing how that number coincides with what I'm thinking or doing at that time. It's just crazy. Uh, Tyler, you gave me a book um, on uh, numbers, and it, the the pages are all curled back. I use it so much. That's how that's how that's how much numbers affect me, and just really see things. So the way these numbers work is another example. I started getting numbers uh, last summer, and it was uh, telling me the numbers kept telling me that there was going to be a substantial change in my life. A change in my personal life. Uh, it's going to be for the better. It's going to be positive. I need to keep everybody around me positive. And then another numbers tell me, stay positive during this change. The change is for the better. It's just the numbers just kept all saying that, and they're just repetitive. And then all of a sudden, one weekend, that change came. Uh, there was a change you know, in, our, in our family. We had a little personal dilemma, nothing major, but it actually did change our lives. And the person that was affected by it uh was very down and what's crazy then the numbers after that that i kept seeing kept saying to the change that i'm going through is a positive change it's for the better you know the numbers before were telling me the change is going to happen now the numbers are telling me the change that i'm going through is positive to keep the person keep their spirits uplifted keep them positive keep the people around you positive and the, it's just crazy how the numbers just coincide with what happens in the life. It's just, uh, well, then, it doesn't happen to everybody, but it's happening to me. You know? Well, I think it does once you become aware of it. And, and a lot of people, you know, the, the numerology, however you want to look at it, I like to call them synchronicities. And yeah. uh, just for people who don't understand what he's talking about, like, you know, you might just be thinking, oh, a number is telling you to do something. Uh, really, it's... Uh, D- depending on your belief system, but I believe it's a way of, I, I believe that we all have a sp- spirit guide or a spirit guides, and that's their way of contacting us. Uh, they can't actually physically mm-hmm. talk to us, so they have to use signs. And uh, that's one of the ways they can help guide you through your life or through tough times. And whenever you become aware of it, it's unbelievable how much it actually helps if you if you start picking up on these signs, you, it it can get you out of the toughest situation, and you didn't have to ask for any help. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I also got uh, numbers a lot way before I knew about any of this stuff. Um, I would get yeah, I would get all the repeating numbers eleven eleven, um, and. I just thought it was weird. I'm just like, oh, that's weird. I see these repeating numbers a lot or these like double numbers or 1111 a lot. Um, 1111 was the first one I found out about because I don't remember if I Googled it or if it I saw it pop up somewhere on the internet. Like, oh, 1111 uh, means your, your spirit guides are, you know communicating with you or your angels are communicating with you or something. Yeah. I think, I think 11 is kind of a beginning number for everybody. Yeah. It started 11 was mine also. Yeah. That's, that seems to be one that basically everyone, not everyone, but like everyone who's awake at least seems to see a lot. And it's kind of a general, what from what I've seen is it, it just means you're on the right path. Keep going. Um, We're uh, you're not alone. Like we're, you know, it's, it's your spirit guides telling you we're here, like keep, keep yeah. going kind of thing. Even, even when I first learned about it and I, I saw the numbers, I still really didn't pick up on how to really read into it for a couple of years. You know, it, it took, takes, it really takes a while before you can start to understand like, wow, there it, really is something to this. Yeah. It's, but it's commitment once you discover it too, to, uh, when you see the number, just not that they all cools it and there's that number again, you know, you have to actually look into what that number means. And yeah. once you do, it's like they just start, the numbers start pounding you even more. Cause they yeah, because then you know what it means and they're like, all right, now we can get the message now, across. Now we can talk to this guy. It's like having a personal psychic around. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, now he's, 
now he can read the language kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I was seeing, I was seeing the numbers before I was awake. And then I, 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 and then I, like I said, I found out about 11, 11, but I didn't really believe it. I was just like, Oh, okay. That's, that's like a new age thing, whatever. Cause I was still in my Christian days back then. So I, I, or maybe I thought, okay, maybe, or maybe it's God or angels, but I don't, I still don't really know why they're doing it, you know, cause when you're in that mindset, Sure, it's sure. Really, it's like okay, um, but but yeah. Once I once I started, um, you know, going through my awakening, so to speak, and uh, spiritual awakening and stuff, um, I started looking into the numbers, or I, I was still seeing them more often at that point. And then I was like, okay, what do these mean? And then that's when I started looking up what they meant and. And then I was blown away because, like you said, I, then I was seeing, uh, you know, the ones I would be seeing would would like be spot on for where I was at or going through at the time, and I was just like, "Wow, that's crazy!" <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's pretty insane. cool. Yeah, yeah. I didn't for me, but it all started back. I was like all about aliens growing up, and if aliens and Sasquatch. I was just like fascinated with that stuff. And I was just always into it, always into it. Uh, and I I just had to know more. And it, I just wanted to know more and more. I tried to research about it, but it was really never any good information or I didn't know where to look. And then uh, when I started getting into all the stuff, uh, going to the MUFON meetings led me, led me to go down to San Diego to get uh, hypnotized by Barbara Lamb. She hypnotizes alien abductees because I was having – all kinds of crazy uh, experiences at night. No, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, and I and I had to find out what was going on because it was like I was missing work sometimes because it was so wild, really, and intense. Uh, and then she told me about Gaia TV, and nice. I get on Gaia and discovered Cosmic Disclosure, and then my whole world just was like flipped upside down. I started binge watching that and. I was walking around, people thinking I was losing my mind. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then your your whole uh, everybody's asking me what's wrong. Even Dad, you, I remember you're like, yeah, haven't heard from me in a while. What's going on? Like, <laughs> I'm yeah. just starting to realize. So, you start coming into a realization, and uh, yeah, I'm like secret space program. I was like, I knew it. I knew there was something else, <laughs> you know. And it just all resonated with me on this like very deep level. It's like I almost already knew it, and when I was hearing the information, it was like I was remembering it. Uh, and it just yeah, uh, yeah. Same with me. A lot of a lot of the stuff. Uh, yeah, I would be like, this feels like I'm remembering something that I forgot more than it does that I'm learning something new. That's the best way to put it. Yeah. Right. right yeah. And that's one of the, you know, that's, to me, that was like a big uh, indicator that there's something, this is like true and, you know, there's something to this. Like, why would I be feeling that way? You know, uh, if, just guided by your intuition, you know, you go with your gut. And yeah. Yeah. And, but um, yeah, so my, so my story, I, I grew up super Christian in a, in a conservative Christian Baptist uh, kind of home. And I, you know, by the time I got into my teens, I was super involved in the youth group. And like, I was basically like one of those kids that is like, yeah, I'm a Christian, you know, <laughs> like super proud of it, super uh, hardcore into it. I would go on, you know, mission trips and all that stuff. Um all the way until my mid twenties. I think I was about, yeah, I think I was 25. Um, so 2012 when I was 25, um, I had already been kind of questioning before that, like, especially the concept of hell. I, a little before that I was, I kind of had decided, I don't think that's true. Cause I looked into it and uh, a lot of the research I did, um, yeah, it's just a man it's just a man-made yeah, place yeah i'm like oh this was just like an invention of the catholic church to keep people in fear and, and for control basically and all the translations are, are off they don't actually mean 
what we think hell means, you know? So, so that, that technically I think was the, the first spark. Um, but then, uh, in 2012, I, it, it then it just kind of hit me like, wait, why do I believe all the other stuff? <laughs> you know, like what, why, okay. I did my research on that, but I didn't, I haven't done my research on my, you know, true research on anything else. Like, how do I know Jesus is the savior of man and was God and blah, blah, blah. So I did. So I started doing my own research and lo and behold, I, (laughs) I found, you know, that what I thought was, I was so sure was the truth, you know, the, it wasn't, wasn't so, uh, it wasn't so solid as I thought, basically it was, there was a lot of evidence that it was, you know, there, there, there was truth in it, but that the modern mainstream Christian uh, doctrine and narrative is more or less just a creation of uh, governments, you know, and and people just, yeah, just basically, you know, governments and, and you know, Rome when they when they kind of like ado- adopted Christianity into uh, their control structure and and for a lot of people involved it's a business and too. then the council of nicaea where they you know they put together all the books that are in the current bible now and this they basically decided which ones they wanted and which ones they didn't ba- and which is basically you know they based it off of what 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 books are going to be best for us you know for control and to to you know for our power and then any ones that like empowered people or that had any of the esoteric knowledge that empowered people like the book of Enoch, obviously is a huge one. Yeah. Suppressed. Yeah. They're like, yeah, get rid of that. You know, all the <laughs> that's Jews, not in all there. The- and then, and then we all just, and then, you know, my, you know, most Christians don't, they've heard of it, but they don't, they've never read it and they don't really want to because they think it, Oh, it, you know, it was a false thing. That's why they got rid of it. And it's like, well, no, when you do your research, it's pretty obvious that the only reason they got rid of that was because it had a lot of truth that they didn't want getting out because it threatened their power. <laughs> like it's, it, you know, when you actually do the research, it, that becomes pretty clear. And I realized that. And then I'm like, Oh, so I've basically just been believing, you know, uh, this false version of the truth of Christianity that, um, you know, the powers that be have, you know, put out there and that, you know, that that they want out there basically. And I'm like, Oh, so I'm not, I haven't had the truth this whole time. I've just had this, I've had bits and pieces and, but you know, and I think that happens to a number of people during their, uh, going during their awakening or I, I even want to call it awakening, but just coming to realizations about things, uh, it, you know, you get to one point and then you, you, you start, okay, this is how it is. And then you keep di- going down the rabbit hole and then you're like, Oh shit, I'm wrong again. You yeah, know? Yeah. And then, Oh shit, I'm wrong again. And, and then you, don't, <laughs> you start You don't even really know what to think at some points, but, uh, yeah, that's and that's not saying you believe everything you come across. Um, I mean, it's definitely worthy, don't, it's worthy of recognition. Into, yeah right? yeah but but when you know when you're and it, and it you know it takes you have to be open to to all information and 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 you know this is what i did I, so when i kind of came to that point and realized okay well now i now i need to find the truth you know now, now i was like determined to find the truth in any area i you know now i now i'm like okay where do I start? <laughs> you know, I was just like, I just wanted truth in general. Yeah. In it, area, takes you down, it. it takes you down the journey to truth. Exactly. exactly. And that's, yeah. that's a great, yeah, the name of this podcast. Is, well, yeah. And it's not just, fitting. you know, you're using religion as an example and it's just with everything, with what we're taught in school. It's what, it's a narrative that they want us to go the direction they want us to go. And like, yeah. Dad, and tell them about yeah, that. Yeah. They, they the steer you book. in the direction they want you to go that, that is best for them for the you know the powers that be for the you know the governments and the people uh, Dad, ultimately the people you, controlling you, the world 
Didn't you just run into a uh, come across an old history book or something, Dad, that you were reading? Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was worth. I was cleaning out the basement uh, about a week ago and ran across an old history book from one of your kids. I don't know what it was from, but I just kind of stumped through it and I was reading some of the things in there. And it just was back in the day of the Clintons and everything. I was reading some of the the paragraphs and I was like, just totally, totally out there, even compared to what we know today. And really, it, yeah, I mean. It just it just blew me away. The some of the stuff they were putting in our minds back then, or in your minds, you know, it was just uh, it was crazy. And you don't yeah. question that stuff when you're a kid. You don't no. care about it. First of oh, all, you no. don't even care about being there. You know, yeah. if you even remember half of it now, you know, when you get older. Yeah, but a lot yeah. of it, it's just planting that seed in your subconscious. That's the goal, you know. Yeah, well, when you're when you're a kid, I mean, you you know, whatever your parents teach you is pretty much the belief system you adopt and um, you know, you, you're very, you're kind of like this blank slate and then the world kind of imprints, Oh, this is, this is what's right and true. And this is, right. this is and the I, I, information. I and your parents obviously and are huge in that and how you're raised. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's yeah. why, that's why so many people, when they go away to college, you know, you hear people say like, Oh, people go away to college and they get into stuff, but it's like, well, you think about it logically it makes sense because before that you're kind of just you're you're a kid and you're just like stuck in this you know indoctrination system of school and your whatever Correct. religion whatever church you go to and your parents but then once you go, you go away to college that's your first time ever to like be on your own and have a chance really to like explore other information or other things and or or when you or when you move out or whatever you know um and and a lot of people when that happens they come across information that they had never heard before that even conflicts with some of their current beliefs and it, if they're open to it they like oh let me and look into this and then suddenly they <laughs> before you know and it, you start meeting you start meeting a lot more people in college or out yeah, of that too out yeah. of high school you meet and, more people with with different more a more variety of belief systems and and just uh, their own experiences and they and you know we're all impressionable and you know if something really uh, or, uh, resonates with you, you you know you're gonna you're gonna believe that or you might not believe it but you, you're gonna be interested enough to look into it and then uh you know and yeah, sometimes and, and see and i never i never went away to college i just went to i just went to community college so i never i never had that experience but i just kind of um well, I became good friends with uh, a guy named Jake, who we, we ended up forming a band. Um, but he, he, so he grew up Christian, and then while I was still a Christian, he kind of uh, became dis disillusioned with it and became an atheist. And I had uh, I moved in with him uh, early 2012. And that was right around that time where he was kind of becoming an atheist. And I didn't know it until I moved in with him. And then at first I was like, oh man, like, you know, I was kind of bummed out about it. And I, and at first I kind of like tried to like talk to him about it and be like, dude, what's up? You know, I'm like, or like, where are you coming from here? And I tried to like, I tried to, off, try to talk him off the ledge. Yeah. Well, I tried to, I tried to like, Give, give all the answers that basically I was told to give and re rebuttal or like all the, the apologetic, you know, stuff for Christianity. But then he, it's like he had already, you know, he already knew the answers to those because he, he probably had the same things well, given to he, him. And, but then and he, he realized they, well, when you look into that, there there's not much behind that when you do your research and he so he every he i would like give him the you know oh well the bible's true because of this or oh well this this and this and then he would be like yeah well what about this this and this and it'd be all the stuff i hadn't heard before or that i hadn't thought about and i'm like oh man that's yeah that's a really good point <laughs> well that's the thing you and know he, he kind of got me like i feel like he kind of got me thinking on that track even though i'd started questioning things a little before that but like he really got me like how do i know this is true <laughs> like and and then i just kind of went from there yeah he sparked something in you to you know want to 
research further. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. that's the thing with us. That's the thing with people in general. If you're not open-minded, I used to be, I used to not believe in anything like, uh, for the longest time. I just thought it was all bullshit. And I, but I realized that gets you nowhere in life because you, you don't think there's consequences for your actions. And when really there, there are, and there is karma is real, you know, and, uh, it, yeah. it, took, it took me down a tough road, but everything happened for a reason, you know, but it, it's, it comes back to like people only hear what they want to hear and they only know what they're told, you know, like growing up. You, you yeah. Know, yeah. You know and then told, you're only listening to half of it, you know, what you want to listen to. So it's like you, you decide, you create, you manifest your own reality. You yeah. Know, well, you and, and people, it. you know, people's identities are tied in with their belief system. So you know, it's, it's so hard for people to, to step outside of that because, you know, they're, that's their identity. That's, that's like their ego. That's they're They're afraid to, to even question it a lot of times or, or even consider that they could, they could be wrong or be believing a false thing because, you know, for one, you have it hammered in your head, especially with religions that you have the truth everyone else doesn't, you know, <laughs> like, oh, you, you have the truth, you know, all the other religions are wrong and you need to spread the truth. Like, yeah, you know, and you're just convinced of it and you just never, you're just taught to never question it and it becomes a part of your identity and you, you have to defend your identities. So, and so you're kind of just like programmed in that way to never even question it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, and the thing about it is, is, you know, I don't care what religion you follow or what you believe is seems like everybody still believes there's a supreme being out there. You know, there's yeah, something, exactly. something out there. And uh, even going way back in history, I mean, look at, look at what we know, what's written on the cave walls and just in all the, the ancient, you know, petroglyphs thing. Yes. And uh, mm -hmm. they, you know, they, they all know that they all back then they all knew there was something up there. And, uh, yeah, well, they were, and they were, you know, they were seeing UFOs and they were, and, and a lot of times they were, ETs were interacting with people, with uh, civilizations in the, in the ancient past. All over the and, world. Yeah. And they drew, and they, you look at cave drawings and, and stuff that they did that they'll, they're literally even drawing with, UFOs even with <laughs> and, native and like obviously alien beings. And yeah. it's like, why would they draw that if they didn't experience that themselves, you know? Like, right our own indigenous people, our Native Americans, they, uh, you know, they all preach it. They have the drawings, they have it. It's all in their history. Yeah. Native American. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's you a know. part of their history. And, and they're like, yeah, we, we know our, um, our ancestors are from the stars. Like they, they literally, they all say that they're all like, yeah, we, we came from the stars. We came from out there. And, and, and it's like, it's, to them, it's just common knowledge. <laughs> and then we're over here like, you know, the rest of the West is like, oh, either, either, oh, aliens don't exist or they, you know, who knows? Or like, we're all like wandering around trying to figure out if aliens even exist. And they're and all they like, oh, no, they do. We came from them. <laughs> well, if you remember at Dimensions of Disclosure, uh, Clifford Mahoudi's presentation, I thought that was one of my favorites. Oh, uh, Yeah. He, he goes into all that and, and he even talks about them being here living alongside of us at one point. Yeah. Yeah. They refer to them as the Kachinas. Um, and then that's, that's honest. Uh, actually, I think, you know, we have the above majestic movie and then a sequel, but then one, another one Corey good announced is uh, it's a movie with all the native American elders uh, bringing their story story forward. Uh, and I'm super excited about that documentary. Yeah. Same. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait for that. It'll be a good one. Yeah, all of them. Uh, yeah, Above Majestic. I can't. I think the second one's supposed to be coming out uh, sometime this summer, I believe. If I'm not yeah, mistaken. or sometime this sometime this year at least. Yeah, I'll have to, I'm sure exactly. I'll get up. I'm sure I'll get an update on it uh, when I go to Hawaii for the Cosmic Waves. Yeah, you'll have to let me know what they what the status yeah. is on that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this whole, uh, it, it's just amazing how this whole community has come together to push this disclosure issue. Uh, 
just like it seems like everybody we ran into down there all of a sudden everybody's got their own videos and their own projects and their own things and and yeah, i know right and everyone's helping each other it's not like you're trying to outdo someone or anything. yeah there's no like competition or like but yeah you want to you know something themselves. to do is just it's just every, it's just all cool people there's all awesome people and that's what i found coming up through life is i think just naturally i always gravitated towards the people that or you could sense the people that do good, want to do good, the good people. And then the negative people, you always have that gut feeling. And mm-hmm. uh, you just distance yourself from those people, you know. And just uh, and the people that I've been, I guess, that I favored, that I drifted towards or, or you know, let into my circle or whatever, uh, they're just cool people to this day. I mean, Tyler, look at the – uh, the one girl that we work with, you know, I mean, just for some reason, she just always resonated with me. Not to, I'm just singling her out, but there were several people throughout my life. And look, look at her to this day, you know, she just, how dedicated she is with animals and just does, just tries to do good in every way she can, you know, and just, and that's just the kind of people you always seem to, you know, resonate, you know, just kind of drift towards. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You got your gut really, well, yeah. that's another Native American thing. They say we have three brains, your gut, your heart, and then your actual brain. You always go with your gut mm-hmm. first. And then once, you just, once you've gone with your gut, then you, you follow through with your heart and you follow your heart. You, you literally follow your heart, what feels right. Mm-hmm. And then your, your brain is there just for logical, just for basically the logical. Your, uh, your brain is supposed to be like a servant to your heart, essentially. Um, yeah, and then, and that's where that's where they say we're we're modern man fails is because we we have it backwards, we, right? As soon yeah. as we overthink, we have it backwards, and as soon mm-hmm. as we overthink it, we've lost we've lost uh, the gut. Fit, we've just lost it. We're lost. And, and generally, you make a mistake. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> like you yeah. know what you have to do, then you think, well, what if I could do this and do that? Yeah, I'm going to try that, and then you do that and you fail. Yeah, well, yeah, we're we're programmed, especially in the West. Um, to you know we're we're so programmed to only only think logically only follow your brain your heart it's just kind of like forget about it you know like we're we're pretty much taught to ignore our heart and um you know just just follow your 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 brain and then and then they tell you what you know the information to follow and and that's where the trap is because because then you're not using your heart, you're not using your intuition or your feeling, and you're and you're only following information that's put out through the mainstream, which is all this control system, you know. It's all to yeah. steer you and and this direction that that they want you steered in so they can stay in power and keep keep us down and keep us enslaved. And you know, we end up li- living these like you know, just lifeless, like, you know, we're not living basically. We're just kind of like, we're just these, um, slaves living out this like mechanical kind (laughs) of life that serves the elite. And, And you know, we, we understand that, but I'm in construction. I go to work, uh, and you try and explain that to, to somebody out there in the workforce and, it is just like a foreign language to them. They look at you like you have lost your mind. <laughs> well, and, and, that's that, part, and that's part of the programming. That's why it works and, so well. Yeah. People, uh, people don't even know that's what they're doing. They're totally oblivious to that. And they think you're crazy if you try to tell them. We recently had a guy quit to go do his own thing. And everybody is like, just like dogging this guy. Just thinking he made the worst mistake ever. Like, like mm-hmm. there's no other way to live your life. You know, like, yeah, yeah. Oh my like, God, what's he going to do? Yeah. Well, wow, like, I'm like, I said, there's a million ways to live. This is just one of them. And it's not even a good one. You know, maybe, yeah. maybe he just wants to do something else, you know? Yeah. And that's up to, and that's up to him to decide what, you know, he knows what is best for himself and what, well, what all, makes him excited. Why would, you know, why it's not, it's not even your, anyone else's business to tell him what's best, you know? <laughs> well, you know, and another thing, misery loves company. You know, they might think they, oh, have, yeah. they might think they have a good job and their life is good because they've repeated the same year ten ten years in a row, and you know they're going on vacation. But uh, really, yeah, 
so really everyone else could, has to do the same thing. So Otherwise, they, just, you're crazy. they don't want they don't want that person to leave because they want them to be on their level, so they don't feel so bad about their situation. And I've been there before yeah, yeah. too. Before I went through all this stuff, I was the same. You know, I was the same way. I was I was a robot. You know, mm-hmm. I uh, and that I've you know I've, I've distanced become distanced from a lot of friends because I've uh, came to the realization of all this stuff and uh, yeah. It's not hard. It's not really easy for everyone to get grasp. I think everybody has to go through their own catalyst in order to really, they need to have something happen that, that, that makes them change. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and the people you're describing, you know, it sounds like they're, they're the, the ones that are the most ingrained and, in, and in, into that, you know, they're, they're, they're super, um, their hearts are very hardened is what is how I like to put it. Um, and the only thing that's going to wake them up out of that. And that's going to, you know, they're very comfortable in that, even though they're, they're not truly living from their heart and they're not really excited about it, but they're, but they're still comfortable and, you know, complacent in that. And, they're so programmed. They're so deep in the programming that it, yeah, it's going to take for people like that. It's going to take something very big and possibly traumatic to yeah. bust them out of that and to wake them up. And they're going to have the, they're going to have the rudest awakening of anyone <laughs> basically. So I almost just feel, I feel sorry for people like that. Cause at some you, point, man, it's going to be rough for them, especially when uh, things are already happening fast, but you know, pretty soon here when, when, when all the truth starts really, really coming out and things really start happening, they're going to have the toughest time with it because their, their whole world's going to shatter and they have, they're going to be like completely lost and traumatized. Well, that's <laughs> right? why and we're going to be running to people like you and me because we're going to help them because mm-hmm, they're going to see us and be like, Oh, maybe they were right. And like, they, they don't, you know, they're going to have nowhere else to turn for answers. So, yeah, I mean, it's funny because it's like the very people that ridiculed this kind of stuff and, and called us crazy or, you know, whatever, they're going to be the ones coming to us when all the crap hits the fan for answers because uh, their whole world's going to fall apart and that's the only place they're going to know where to go, you know. Or they'll still be the hardcore people who will just never admit defeat. And- or that, yeah, I'm sure they'll be, yeah, the hard, hardcore um people in different you know religions or uh certain belief systems that they're just yeah (laughs) they're just you know yeah so stubborn that they nothing even you know that huge they're just like they just keep buckling down and you know i don't know like i i don't know what's gonna happen i guess they're just gonna have to like all live together maybe or something and well, yeah, it'll it'll live all, in their own world of of lies and illusions for a, a while longer. Well, maybe they're maybe people maybe uh maybe they're there for a reason to create the balance. You know, m- maybe not everyone is even meant to go through this. Uh, you know, it's just really hard. It's it's really hard to tell. It's yeah, just it's just at some point, you know, because right now we still have we still have the governments lying to us and are not and at least not telling us the truth of what is out there and what's happening and then you still have religions speaking of the education system at some point that's all that's all going to go away and that's that's kind of the crutch that everyone's been falling ever all the you know people that are asleep have been falling back on when you try to tell them about the stuff we know because to them we're we're the crazy ones or we're into the weird stuff and they that are like oh no this is the truth like you guys are just into this weird stuff at some point that's all that's all going to go away and then they're all that's going to be left is the people telling the truth yeah and you know it's like i'm sure you'll have some people that'll just buckle down into the, the only thing they know and reject anything else even though there's no more mainstream media there's no more you know um schools indoctrinating people in lies and stuff like but uh i think but then, you know, I think I really think the majority of the people on the planet 
since the, they won't, they'll no longer have those uh, control systems, they will be like, oh, you know, we've been believing lies. This will, they, you know, they'll wake up and then, and then I'm hoping there'll be avenues that will uh, allow them to hear the truth. Well, what's going to be the hardest is for the, like the scientists and the physicists and stuff. And, and a lot of these are brilliant people. And yeah. like, like you, if you try and explain this stuff to them, they're not going to have it. And, but yeah, and well, again, um, so though, because they are, they have spent years, if not a decade researching this stuff and they've got to the end of it and they, they believe that they know yeah yeah but again you know the like i said the uh the people at the top of those institutions and stuff are all part of the deep state that are they know they're putting out false information and they know the true stuff and they're keeping it hidden but at at some point those people are going to be are going to go away and the true information the true science is going to be released and to everyone including those people and you know i'm sure there will be some of those people that will be like they're just not nothing will convince them otherwise you know they're just no you know this is bs you know well that's when i'm sure there's gonna be you know they're gonna you know because you can you can say stuff but like they're gonna like do stuff that shows that no look this works this this is free energy this is this is the real science this is how it works they'll show you know whatever they need to do to, to have the proof there. And then I, I really think a lot of those people will, will realize they've been taught lies and they've been believing a lot of lies and hopefully they'll be reeducated to, to the new science. Um, I, I honestly, yeah, I don't know how exactly that's going to play out, but, um, everything's going to happen exactly the way it's going to happen. You exactly. Know? And nothing we can and do. We can't it. get caught up in wondering, you know, you can speculate all day on how it's going to play out and who's going to, you know, how people are going to react to things. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like, we just need the truth out. We just need the lies. We just need to stop being fed lies. We need to s- stop this control system. Well, and that's we why we're doing this. And we just need the truth out there and the stuff that they already have locked up that they're not giving us. We need that to be released. And hopefully at some point the ETs will even be able to come out in the open and live with us. Well, you know, what's crazy though is a lot of, a lot of this is out there. A lot of it is released, but they don't put it out on the mainstream and people won't do their own research. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a hundred percent true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, but, but you know, a lot of the, the free energy technology, um, you know, every time you see somebody trying to trying to release it or trying to or that invents something or tries to get it out there, the deep state comes and steals it and kills them or takes you know suppresses it. And yeah, literally kills that's them. Why we, that's why we don't have it yet because they we have this control system that still has all you know yeah, the, they still have the power to do that. But as soon as they lose the power to do that, what's going to happen? You're going to have it all released, you know, because there's going to be nothing stopping it at that point. Yeah, the patents are controlled. You know, mm-hmm. there's no way it's going to get out there. It, you're, you're just not letting it happen. Exactly. And, you know, it, as far as technology goes, not even free energy, but even just other technology, like if we get it now, like we've all heard this, uh, if we get it now, most likely the military has, oh, is, is, the military is always way ahead of the public domain as far as anything technology goes. Like if we're getting it now, that means they've already tested it and tried it and Oh yeah, and use it in these. They've had it for decades. If we, yeah, if we're getting it, at least, yeah. yeah. And and even even then, I try and tell people about. I try and tell people about well, it's happening in these black, these black budget programs and this and that. Or mm-hmm. you try to get into the secret space program and then like. But well, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, you know, I think a lot of people think there's just the military. And it's like, oh, yeah, the military has some stuff that's more advanced by, you know, a little bit. And, and that's it. But it's like, no, they, like people don't realize there's so many different compartments. And the, fir- the deeper you go in those compartments, the more advanced technology they have and the more they're interacting with ETs. And, the, and at a certain point, they're going out in space. And that's where you get into the secret space program because they have the technology to go out in space. They have all these ships and stuff. 
Well, and, and they, they, can, it, they can go to different galaxies and it's nothing because that's just how the, te- the technology can do that. And they have replicators and they have all this crazy advanced stuff that it, they, you know, they're a breakaway civilization from us completely. They're, they're completely operating independent of earth altogether. And we'll try and tell that to somebody and they're going to want evidence. And that I wrote down a quote. And there is evidence. Time. There's a ton of evidence, but well, well, listen, hang on. I wrote down a quote one time that Corey good said that, that makes perfect sense. He, he said, these programs are designed to leave zero evidence behind and give participants nothing but their testimony to share with the public. This is how the secrets have been kept for so long. Yeah. And well, and that's where you're getting into the type of evidence that most people that they want. That's the only acceptable evidence to them is, Oh, show me, show me pictures or video or a item or something. And it's like, no, you don't understand. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you about this insanely classified super secret thing. You really think, you know, they haven't thought that through. Do you really think they haven't put security measures in place? Like this is either true or it's not. And if it is, that's, you're, that's just impossible to have. But the type of evidence that you will have is people's testimonies like Corey good and others. Um, and then, you know, you can do different ways of, of showing whether it's likely that they're telling the truth, which there are many. My, my favorite argument is, well, how do you know this isn't all bullshit and you're just being lied to? And I say, well, it's kind of a double-edged sword. Uh, how do you know it's not the same for what you know? Exactly. You know, it works both ways, you know. Um, one of the biggest things, though, to me, that's, that's it's evidence. It's just not, like I said, it's just not the type of evidence that most of these skeptics want, but it, it's evidence because, you know, you can show somebody of actual picture of a real extraterrestrial or a UFO and they'll still say, no, that's, they'll that's, just say it's fake. Yeah. And that's what they always, yeah. they, yeah, they don't want to look into it or do any reason. They just, they, or just even if it, it is can J- be faked and there have been fakes, they just assume they're all fakes. And anytime you well, present a picture, they just, Oh, it's fake. The technology that's has it. come so far where you can legitimately fake something like, like that so yeah, it it's is, like, yeah obviously like, yeah. there are fakes out there and you can fake it but when you have hundreds of thousands you know millions of people's testimonies and people that have reported ufos over the, you know the past for all of recorded history really well, um, when, you, when you get the mass sightings you know not just from one town but from, yeah and mass sightings and yeah, you know people from several states you know yeah, Don't exactly. And video that you can prove is yeah. not edited or tampered with <laughs> or fake. Different cameras. All kinds of stuff. When you take all that in and you're like, there has to be something here. There has to be some truth behind this. It can't, this can't all just be fake and people all be reporting sightings of, you know, weather balloons or whatever you want to say. That's ridiculous. Like, well, then you have. Then you have guys like Elon Musk who went on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast and it was, it was all right interview. And then Joe Rogan asked him about, you know, he was, Elon was explaining all this technology that we have possible. And Joe Rogan said, well, what about all these guys that are, are talking about this UFO technology? And Elon laughed. He started laughing and basically said, those guys are wrong. They're idiot, they're stupid. Like he just like really? totally debunked the whole thing. He was like, it's not possible. And he just started going in and just like saying words. Nobody even knew what they meant and just stringing theories together. And this is it. He's like, it's, it's actually just not possible. They're wrong. It, there's no way that. <laughs> and he, he was wow, so adamant funny. about it. It's almost like it just kind of turned me off to, to him. You know, just like, man. Yeah. I've, I've never known. what See, I didn't listen to that. It. Um, and I've been on the fence about Elon Musk for a while. I'm like, if he was one, if he was on the decided disclosure, he wouldn't have had that viewpoint. Yeah. Well, there's, there's been some other red flags too. I mean, just the fact that he names his co- company Tesla and uses zero Tesla technology with his company. That's, that's kind of a red flag to me. And now he's releasing all um, the Tesla patents for everybody to have. So to make a world a better place or whatever, you know? Yeah. So I, but at the same time, I don't know if he is, I think he's either. Uh, he might be controlled. He might yeah, be controlled. Agent. He's either being controlled and threatened by the deep state. And so he knows, you know, at least a little bit of the truth and he know, and you know, they probably threatened him and his family and everything. And 
he he's like, all right, well, I guess I just have to go along, you know, either that yeah. or, or maybe he is in on it with them. Um, but I don't, I don't think that I'm leaning more towards, I think he's, he's been controlled. So I think once the deep state fully loses power and goes away, I think, I think he'll be one of the big ones to, to help humanity. And um, he'll probably find out if he doesn't already know about a lot of the technology, the secret technology yeah. and stuff, I think he'll find out about it and then, and then get in on, uh, you know, releasing that to the, to the population and helping humanity, I think, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Well, let's hope so. Hey, uh, we yeah. should probably start, we should probably wrap this up. We've gone a little longer than we were planning. Yeah, on. We're at about an hour. I think. Um, dad, did you have anything you wanted to add or say before we get off here? I'm good. I uh, really appreciate you guys having me. I feel honored to be on your first one. Yeah, oh, this well. is our very first one. If you are listening, uh, if you couldn't tell, it wasn't very uh, organized, but we made <laughs> this was the hangout and have a discussion one. Exactly. We have uh, we have some uh, some some awesome people lined up to be guests, so we're excited about that, and we'll keep you guys posted on all of that very shortly. Uh, but until then, thanks for listening, uh, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Yeah, see you later. Thanks. Thanks.